and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast designed to bring out the inner goddess in all of us. Join your host, Serena Novelli, as she delves deep into the world of self-love, female sexuality, conscious dating, personal growth, and all-round happiness. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast. I'm Serena Novelli, a certified sex, love and relationship coach specializing in female sexuality and self-love. And I am really excited to be here today with some amazing ladies. I'm going to introduce myself quickly, a little bit differently than um, I just did, because I am Serena Novelli and I am a certified sex coach, but also that's my day job, right? But by night, I turn into Enchantress du Pouvoir. So I'm going to introduce you to three amazing beings that I met last year when we decided we were going to embrace ourselves in the world of burlesque. So I'm going to start with a gorgeous Rhea Rose. Introduce yourself, gorgeous. Hi, so my stage name is Rhea Rose. I am maybe not going to say what my day job is because... (laughs) so I decided to do burlesque after seeing my friend show and sitting in the audience and just I just loved the entire atmosphere everyone was really supportive and there was also like that little part of me that was like I want to be up there like getting applause and getting praise so I signed up there and then in the audience and it's the best thing I ever did obviously met some amazing ladies and just really if I look at who I was before and who I am now even though it's a short space of time like I feel like a completely different person um, and it's just changed my life in ways that I just couldn't have even thought I would never have even thought it would have impacted certain areas of my life so thank you I'm gonna go down to Miss Violet Shimmer (laughs) (laughs) hi I am Miss Violet Shimmer so I'd actually originally trained in uh, musical theatre and kind of performing was something that I always always wanted to do since I was about I'd say five and then as life does I just done my first term at drama school so I had to leave because I wasn't very well and it's a life-changing illness that I've gone through and kind of things will never really be the same. I can't remember what it was or why I wanted to do burlesque, but I can remember being sat in the garden talking to my sister during lockdown and just going, I really want to do burlesque. And I think I always have loved the glamour of it. I love the power of it, but I'd never seen a burlesque show. I mean, I'd seen the film burlesque and I've always been totally in love with it. And so I think, yeah, it was, it's something that in terms of performance is something that I've been able to manage with the illness that I have. And as, as Rhea Rose was saying, it's it's changed my life in ways that I never could have imagined. And I'd also come out of a really bad breakup at the time and I had no self-confidence at all. I really hated the body that I was in. And I just thought this is going to be an amazing way. I just moved to London. Um, I wanted to meet new people and kind of meet like-minded people. And I've met so many incredible women through doing this and friends for life. And so it's just been the most amazing journey, really. Yeah. It's, it's it's been a it's definitely been what have we we've known each other for about uh, six months maybe seven yeah. um, and now but it, it feels like we've known each other for a lifetime and it really and does it's just so we were out last night the four of us weren't we we went to support other burlesque dancers and that bond getting together and being together for me is just so important and building those relationships and that confidence yeah massively yeah 
Absolutely. So we're coming to Bloody Marie. Hello. Um, so I'm called Bloody Marie. My story is, so I, I had like, now I'm healthy, but I had really, really difficult relationship with my body. Like I really, really hated it. And it was really bad. And yeah, so <laughs> not entering into the detail, but yeah. So now I'm healthy, but I still felt like I was maybe too much depending on like people saying me like, oh, you know, you you look, you know, you you look great, feel great. And I was like, this is not okay. Like I need to be feel good in my skin and feel great without having nobody telling me you look great. This needs to be like something I, you know, I do and I feel just because of me. So I started Burlesque and I think it's amazing and uh, I love the vibe of that of true path and we're really like encouraging each other and yeah, I just love this. Like and it's really healthy activity and we really have this special moment to have fun but also to celebrate who we are I want to keep doing that <laughs> I love that do you know I was just thinking when you were talking when I first met you and this is how like you shouldn't ever judge or, or have that perception of somebody before you get to know them right because um we all do it it just happens but I saw you as like this sweet innocent I thought oh she's so cute and she's so sweet and then I got to know you and actually you're really naughty Marie <laughs> So I think you're, you you um you, you really did surprise me with your with your cheekiness. So we did a we did a troop show back in in December last year, and somehow somebody had managed to convince us to wear silver dildos as part of our act, right? <laughs> um, which was absolutely amazing. Um, now I know it wasn't completely your idea, and that there were there was influences from other members of our troop. But do you want to explain why we? wore those silver dildos yeah so it wasn't it wasn't my idea but I supported the idea because I thought it was a great one I thought yeah, it was great to talk a great way to use burlesque I, I think we can also tell stories right it's not just about we can choose not to tell story but we have the option to tell stories and I thought well that's a great option to talk about women's sexuality and this is also can be like really really empowering and be like look like you know this is me and I'm owning not just my body I'm owning my sexuality and walking around with silver dildo silver is just a bonus point you know <laughs> it is it's a great way to to do that and a fun way to do that and yeah it's also like we were like super you know walking like super powerful and it was it was fun I don't know how you felt but it was fun <laughs> I loved it I was flopping mine up and down like Whoa, here I am <laughs> We had a dildo fight as well at the end. A cock fight. How did you uh, how did you girls find that true pack? I absolutely loved that true pack. I think because it, the whole creative process as, as well was so fun because it was such a collective kind of process where it wasn't kind of just like teacher and students. It was very much a way of us getting to know each other. And it was very much influenced by us as a group as well. As we were saying when we were out last night is that we were always known as the naughty group. Uh, we all bought that cheekiness. We were all loud. We were all there to have fun and we were all there to encourage each other. And I think that really shone through. And because of the way that we did it, 
in sort of pairs and then all coming together it's like we all kind of had that moment to kind of showcase yeah. ourselves and kind of tell that story through the ages of burlesque and then we all came together at the end in this futuristic dildo wearing just kind of celebration and I think I just will never forget the moment when we were all on stage and we all did the bra reveal we turned around and it was just the most amazing feeling to have so many people cheering for us like really really cheering us on also I found afterwards there were so many people and my friends were like I'm so inspired by you all I really want to do this and I think for me that was a huge thing because it's like that's that's all I could want really it's like if they see one person doing it and think wow that's really empowering I can do this as well it's like that's that's something that I think is just an honor to be able to to give to people as well as feeling amazing ourselves you know yeah that makes sense yeah it's like you you, you're doing you're doing because you want to feel good but in return for 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 taking that step and, and doing something for yourself, you're also impacting so many more people to to have that permission to feel good in their own bodies and their own skin too. That's and exactly think, it. Yeah, and I think like my husband came and watched, and when I, when I first did it, he was like, obviously I've been working around sex and, and all of that kind of stuff for a, a long time, but he was like, are you really going to like get your kit off in front of loads of people? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I'm not. I, I'm kind of come and watch because I'm not sure about this type of thing. I, he was there to, to to make sure that I wasn't doing anything that was untoward. That's why he came, right? Right. Um, and he was just so empowered by it as a as a male. Like he was just like, oh my gosh, this is so not what I thought it was going to be. This is so special. And then when we did, we'd done two shows now. So when we did our solo act, he was in the front row cheering us on. Like, and my daughter came along to watch as well, which is really special. Uh, Rhea Rose, how do you feel the transition from working as a troupe to going into the solo performances? How do you feel that worked for you? I think for me, I think our group was quite unique because we did our troupe course together and then our solo course, which I think we must be one of the few. I don't I don't know if they had any other group where every single person did the solo course. Yeah. Um, So I think that was really helpful for me because it was like we all already knew each other. Something I've kind of always really struggled with is pictures of myself, even before I like made that known to the group I knew that I was in a like safe space so I think it would have been I think I very quickly got to the point where I was ready to perform on my own a lot quicker than if I had not known you all if that makes sense for me like the supportive community was like a really really big part of it because I I would think things I think I might have had this conversation with you last night actually where I was saying like I would look at a picture and hate something about it but then someone else would show me a picture of them and say oh I hate this I hate that and I'd be like I don't I didn't even pick up on that so I kept trying to apply it to myself so yeah I think I think the transition was a lot easier because we already had that kind of cohesion as a group and then even though you're getting onto stage alone you still kind of feel that behind you yeah definitely and I think that atmosphere that's created in the audience before prior to us coming out the you know the the host up the audience and the audience is like um, welcoming cheers and it just feels liberating to to just get everything out so I've had five kids right so my belly's a little a little wobbly there <laughs> but I was like in my glory I'm the same like I've I've worked on myself for so long now and I suffered with severe anxiety um, and panic attacks I had body dysmorphia and 
it took me a long time to start to look at myself in the mirror or in a photo without critiquing, like without going through and going, oh my gosh, I should change this or I need to change that or cutting pieces out and, you know, editing it as much or or whatever. And so it, it took a long time for me to embrace the skin that I was in. And I think that that's definitely a journey that takes time because we're so socially conditioned. You know, social media is always showing us edited pictures Hit that subscribe button yet? Go on, go on. You know you want to. How do you feel burlesque teaches you to embrace your skin around everything else that you're shown on social media? I think I'll I'll hop in. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I think because it's such a place of safety, as Rhea Rose said, I think that's such a good word. You're in such a safe place to kind of explore yourself and your sexuality for the benefit of nobody else. You know, you're not being watched in any way. It's, you know, in terms of the rehearsal process and things like that, you're with people, you know, you can fully trust and you can fully be vulnerable with. And I think that's a massive thing that I know I've definitely struggled with. Another thing that I love is that you meet people from all walks of life. You meet people in completely different places in their life you know and I think there's such a huge thing about embracing your individuality Mm. and I think especially for me coming from a place in musical theatre where a lot of the time you are in competition with everyone and you're expected to look a very certain way you know you're expected to be very petite. I know a lot of people who've been to drama school and have been told they need to lose weight and they've been told they need to do certain things with their body or certain things with their hair. And it's a very, it can be a very destructive industry, especially for your mental health. And like you say, it's social media. It's always, you're always comparing yourself to other people. It's like you say, it's in your face all the time. And so for me, burlesque was really the first time where I was in an atmosphere where I was getting up and performing, which was something that was familiar to me, in a place of you know be completely yourself and that is where you find your power it's in that individuality and the way that you are and I think just being around people who think that way I kind of started to soak it up like a sponge for myself you kind of start picking up on people's way of thinking as your own and because you're around so many different bodies and so many people embracing their bodies you kind of think actually yeah why why am I spending all this time hating myself when I know that social media is not real you know we all just show the best versions and sides of ourselves and I know I do that as well I know I'm completely you know I'm the same as everybody else why am I spending so much time hating the body that I'm in when actually I've been up on the stage and had people cheering for me taking my kit off like it's it's just I think that doing that I just think well if I can do that that takes away the fear of anything else and you know still have my bad days so I guess we're only human yeah but it's it's just been a huge confidence boost that I don't think I'd find anywhere else really yeah just to add to that the confidence boost I said in the beginning like it's just impacted areas of my life that I didn't even think it would have any kind of um, effect on just like when things come up I I didn't even realize I was doing it before so like an opportunity at work came up and I was like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and then I realized if it was this time last year I would have been like oh no I can't do that because of this this and this I think once (laughs) once you've got up on stage and taken your clothes off in front of everyone you think I can do literally anything like nothing is frightening anymore because I've been on stage in a thong and nipple tassels so um, I agree with what Miss Violet Shimmer said it's I think 
yeah, you pick up on like other people's thought processes and the way other people think. And then, so when those people, and again, it's that group that we're in and we trust each other, when you're all saying nice things to me, why wouldn't I believe it? And I think we're kind of conditioned to think, oh, I can't think nice things about myself because it comes across as arrogant. But actually, why can't we think nice things about myself? Like, I would hate for any of you to come to me and say, you know, like I've been struggling. Like if I spoke to any of you the way that I speak to myself sometimes, I know that I would have to really think about like who I was as a person. So I'm trying to apply that to mm. myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. One of the things that I teach is that because I wouldn't say the things I say to myself, to my daughter, there's no way I tell my daughter the things I say to myself. So you've got to then start to think about how can I speak to myself in a way maybe you don't like everything about yourself but that's okay because we shouldn't we you know we don't like every single person out there do we so we're never going to like every aspect of everything but it's about learning to accept those things self-love radical self-love is basically acceptance acceptance of self so once you've got that acceptance of self even if you love yourself like unconditionally, the next day there could be something that happens that's going to, you know, it's going to take you on a path where you're going to have to learn to relove that piece of you or some part of you. So it's a never ending journey. So there's, you're never going to get to a place where you love yourself and that's it. It's over. You, you, you've job done, like kind of thing. We're always growing. We're always evolving. We're always developing. So there's always going to be pieces to love, new things to to get to know and I think that's important that definitely an important thing is to learn to speak to yourself about yourself the way you would talk to a friend about them bloody Marie <laughs> uh, I think uh Ria Rose you made a really good point saying like uh, also like even if we feel good about ourselves it's it you know still considered as arrogant which is and I think there's kind of a double standard about this like for men it's more okay but for women like no 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 you can't say that like I think there is definitely a double standard about it and I haven't yeah I think it's good to keep this to keep this in mind like be like oh it's okay to actually love yourself and to say it and to show it like because sometimes we can we can forget Uh, but I also wanted to say, like coming back to the social media point, because um, I think a few of you uh, posted on your Burlesque account, whether it's in your in your stories or in your feeds, and I thought, oh my god, like that's really brave, and I wish I could do that, but I'm I'm not that far yet. You posted picture and said, oh, um, well, I didn't really like it, but you know, I'm just gonna post it, and you know, maybe I'm gonna post another picture of this tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And I was like, oh my god, like that's really really brave. And uh, I one part of me was like, I wish I could do that, but also I'm not brave enough. But I also wanted to jump in because I, I wanted to tell you as well yesterday, <laughs> like, well done, like, it's 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 really brave and it's using the social media in another way and also, like, can be inspiring. I mean, it was inspiring for me. I can't do it yet, but maybe one day. <laughs> um, you will be able to. You will be able to. It's, and that's okay. You don't need to be at the same place as somebody else because your journey is different, right? And you've grown up, your society might be different. The people that you've hung around with are different. You know, all of the the belief systems that you've had ingrained in you from a small child are different. So we're going to be in different places and that's okay. And we'll be like cheering you on when you do post. (laughs) 
Right, we're going to wrap up. I, I, I we could talk to you guys all day long, you know that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask each of you just to give one little top tip that you've learned to embrace yourself, whether that be confidently, sexually or whatever. Just one tip for the audience listening that you would give. And we'll start with Bloody Marie this time. Um, so one tip that I found really useful, and this was for burlesque or this was for improv. I've done promotional theatre is to have this creative space wherever it's dance or wherever you're into theater or whatever whatever creative space you feel more comfortable but I, I think it's really precious to be able to create character and I love that I'm not having my real name because I'm like it's me but it's not me and because it's not me I can do whatever I want nobody will say oh you know using my real name you did that I'd be like no 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 I didn't bloody my did that <laughs> and it makes me feel so much more free and so yeah if you can create your own little alter ego like just go for it I would say yeah I love the alter ego yeah let's do it <laughs> anybody who wants to go next <laughs> <laughs> I would say something that I have tried to live by is that comparison is the thief of all joy no one can do us better than we do ourselves you know we are all our own beings and kind of going through as I was kind of talking about before like musical theatre and how competitive it is you constantly question yourself and I still do I I see amazing performers and I've seen you girls perform I think gosh well everyone is so good how how can I be better but I try and use that in a way of positive inspiration in a way of that I admire you all so much that I think okay how can I up my game rather than in a sense of oh that's I'm doubting myself now I feel like I'm not good enough and that comes from like that an old wound of thinking I'm not good enough to do this and so I just say as best you can trust yourself and control the things you can control and explore and have fun because if we're not having fun then what's the point yeah I love that thank you and Ria Rose for me my top tip something that I've kind of said to myself throughout this is when I've had an idea and then I've my kind of anxious brain has gone oh no no you can't do that is I've thought why not me like why can't I do it so I would I think very similar to what Miss Violet Shimmer just said that I would watch someone else and think oh yeah that's that's amazing that's really good but I couldn't do that but now I'm I'm kind of switching my thought process instead of thinking I can't just thinking why not then again you can apply that to like any area of of your life and every idea that I've come out with that I've been unsure of has been met with such positivity and you know suggestions and and things like that that there's not really been yeah I, I just why not me I think that's the I don't want to overcomplicate it because I have a tendency to do that so yeah why not just do it just show up and do it is my main tip yeah. brilliant so we love what we're doing right we love what we're doing we're planning on showcasing ourselves again right in July uh, Rhea Rose is she's in charge of this right with Rude. <laughs> explain what we will be doing how it will work for us because as far as I can tell what we're going to be doing because we're really new to this so this is the first time we're going to be producing our own show right we I say we Rhea Rose is producing it she's the producer of the show (laughs) well (laughs) um there's that why not me because when when we were discussing it I think 
we all come from such different backgrounds we've got different skill sets so in my mind I was thinking if we have a list Renee Maurier is also very you know I'll give her credit as I think probably more credit uh, I'm probably just a bit more vocal about what needs to be done but I think having a, a list of all the things that need to be done in a show and kind of accepting that it might go all tits up <laughs> pardon the pun oh it might go really really well oh god I don't I'm scared now because I don't want (laughs) to give myself too much credit yeah it's that just just do it right like you know here's a list of things that need to be done we'll delegate it we'll all you know uh, I am going to be delegating some tasks so uh, (laughs) (laughs) different skill sets different um ideas and I think if we bring all of that together the main thing for me is that everyone gets their chance to go up and like Bloody Marie said, tell your story, you know, stand in your powers, stand in your truth. And I think if that's the intention and that's what we're all working towards, I have this kind of idealist mindset that everything's going to fall into place so that it we will. can get to that point. It, it will. So, sure. Yeah. So, um, so tell me, um, is this something that you see yourself doing for you know many years to come? Is this a, is this a, a, I'm calling it a hobby right now, but it may become a career type thing. I think it's, it's definitely something I I want to be involved in. And actually, as I was thinking about, you know, all the different things that need to be done for a show, the producing side of it is something that interests me, which I think is why I've thrown myself into a little bit, because I think think that will maybe become my my area at some point. I'd love to, the teaching side as well, I'd love to like have a a group of ladies like, like we had in October and just be able to like instill the same kind of power and confidence into like our teachers did so I think for me if if it was to turn into a career I would probably look more to the teaching side of it at some point for me personally yeah yeah I miss Charlotte I miss Charlotte Miss Shimmer it was a mix of the two there it smushed it all in one (laughs) definitely this is something that I would love to do as a career that's kind of what I'm now setting my intention as I think um as I sort of mentioned before you know performance is something that I've always always wanted to do it's kind of all I've ever wanted to do really and this is kind of my first chance in in probably five years now that I've been able to think actually I could manage this with the vestibular migraine and actually do this as a career like I don't it's all very kind of up in the air in terms of health wise but it's something that is I think and I hope is manageable for me and so I would absolutely love to continue this journey and see where it takes in terms of performing I think I've just always loved being on stage and and that feeling that post-show feeling that you will all know that glow is just like there's nothing that beats that for me and so I think absolutely I hope that I'll be able to continue this as as my career it would be amazing you know, and I'm definitely coming to watch every 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 show you do <laughs> so um yeah when you're in Las Vegas doing some burlesque make sure I've got a ticket <laughs> front row seats for everyone and <laughs> um, bloody Marie how do you feel so I do want to keep uh, doing burlesque um uh, I think I also need it for myself <laughs> how I'm just gonna you know jump on every um fun opportunity that I say and I don't want to make like big plans just once for now be like oh this sounds fun I'm doing it and I want to keep telling stories and doing things that are forbidden in real life using my character like I bloody love smashing a cake and 
I am happy I got to use space to talk in a funny way about female masturbation. And I decided my next act will be about maternity, kids and babies, which is a topic. <laughs> People can't talk, really. So I want to keep, you know, talking about like things which are difficult and say, fuck you and fuck off uh, with my character to everything. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but you do it in such a, like a, a tongue in cheek way as well, which which is just so, I, lo- I love watching you. So for the listeners out there, Bloody Marie fakes an orgasm with a lollipop on stage. That's what happens. That's what happens. Silver dildos, lollipop galore like she's very inspirational (laughs) um for me I think I love doing it and um I want to continue to I want I want to at least have another act and to to perform I don't see that it would be a, a massive career for me but I would definitely be like on the scene and and doing like bits every every now and then but I feel like it opens up a world of different you know it opens your eyes to the world of self-confidence and that actually there's so many different ways that you can you can empower yourself it's in your hands right that self-love that self-care and I think burlesque opens your eyes to that, that that you have you hold the power sorry I just wanted to add to that because it just reminded me of something that Miss Lolly May who is the one that I went to watch who inspired me to sign up she actually said about our group that something she loved is that we all get the same training on the course and then all our acts were so different we all took something so different but there wasn't one act really that you could say was similar to another and I think that then that translates as well to what you want from it from the future you know we all kind of come into it and are taking from it what we need as like our own on our own personal journey and like in our growth and I think that's a really really nice idea I think we're all at yeah very different stages and even just listening to kind of what you all were saying about what you want to take from it I'm like yeah yeah no that would be good as well so yeah that's the biggest thing for me I think is like I know I've said it quite a lot but like the community and how we all kind of support and look after and look after each other yeah so I just want to add that it reminded me that's it, family for life. And we're going to shake our boobies. We're going to go like this because this is going to go on a video as well at some point. So we're shaking our titties for you guys. <laughs> Thank you, girls. Thank you so much. And remember to go out there and unleash your inner diva. Till next time, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleash Your Inner Diva. If you liked what you heard, be sure to hit like, subscribe and leave us a comment. Have a burning question for Serena or a topic you'd love her to discuss on the show? Get in touch. Check out www.lovethybodyproject.com. You can also reach Serena on Instagram at Serena Novelli. Until next time, remember, you got this, diva.